I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Stoker. We are Pretty Deadly, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic wrestling podcast in the entire Philippines. This is the this is the wrestling wrestling podcast. I used to call, I almost called it the old name. This is why Stan Sims came to this one. This is why Stan Sims should be here and not me. Chino Liao here, Romeo Moran laughing in the background. On the to be fair, episode. biggest biggest fear to to call it the old name. <laughs> to almost yeah. call it the old name. And so, the first syllable lang naman yun nasabi, yeah. It's fine. It's not like another podcast told the old name. Yeah. It's still the same name. The site is still the same. So yeah. uh, safe, uh, safe, safe time. Safe time. Yeah. Stan is joining us tonight, but he may or may not be joining us on the weekly live yes. stream on Thursday at 7 p.m. Um you are probably listening to this uh, earlier in the week, uh, hopefully on Tuesday or, you know, not Thursday. But, you know, um, it is a special episode, special audio only episode. You know, you'd think I'd remember the name of the podcast since I gave it that name. <laughs> the, hey, you know, that's what happens when you don't have the professional on board. But you have us, you have me and Ro, and today we're ta- doing our first listicle for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And it's a significant one because Ro will explain why. Yeah, uh, so we're doing this. Uh, last week, I said about we did the mailbag episode. So we're doing our audio-only episode. So it's either a mailbag episode, a listicle episode, or an interview, which we don't have at the moment. So what we're going to do here is, since maraming the release to WWE, so from NXT, uh, not just last Friday, but you know over the past few months since WrestleMania, uh, we have to kind of be optimistic for them. And... Uh, rank 
how they are hireable, you know, st- something like that. Me- medyo insensitive. <laughs> oh, medyo insensitive. I'm trying to figure out, their, to figure out uh, the best way to... to we're not it. ranking them in terms of their worth as human beings, guys, okay? We're ranking their viability as wrestlers in the open market. Yon, yon, Meaning, better, better. where this wrestler is going to land determines where they land on our power ranking. So, sabihin na natin, sikat yung wrestler or may potential siya we will end up higher on the list. Now, that said, we did not include all the wrestlers that were released. Siyempre, may mga names dyan that will fall through the cracks. There are also some referees who were released na hindi na din namin sinama because, let's face it, they're referees. But, the uh, joke lang sa mga ref na nakikinig. But, all in all, we are talking about the main guys who were released from both NXT and the main roster. So, meron yan. It's a long list, not just from last week, but from the succeeding uh, weeks that followed. Diba? So, one starts uh, Dulo and Paket? Or... Yeah, Paket natin para ano. Para sige, sige. So, we'll start with, uh, we'll do a letter grading system. Wala kaming uh, minus and pluses. Yeah. So, let's start with the D. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to rank him this low, pero uh, nangyari na kasi na ano, he was booked for an independent show and then he was pulled from that independent show because uh, there were people who complained about it. So even if we find him hireable uh, at this point, he is kind of untouchable for the foreseeable future. So the sole wrestler in the rank D is none other than Patrick Clark, a.k.a. Uh, formerly known as Velveteen Dream. So what do you think of Velveteen Dream? You, know, you included him in this list. I totally forgot about him after he was released. Yeah, because Velveteen Dream had such an upswing as a talent for the WWE, right? He became a cult favorite uh, NXT with his reinvention of himself from not just being Patrick, Patrick Clark with the Star Spangled Patites. He became the Velveteen Dream, which was this uh, eccentric character that people immediately gravitated towards him. They either loved him or they hated him. And in the WWE, as far as that goes, a reaction is a reaction, and that made him instantly marketable. Now, that said, because of a very storied history outside the ring, he has become somewhat of a pariah, alienated from the rest of the wrestling culture, especially since there are allegations that have occurred. I'm not really going to say what those allegations are, kind of Google yan, diba? But if these are the reasons that uh, have made him untouchable, medyo na ano lang ako, kasi he's not really that irreplaceable. If he wants to feel like he's irreplaceable, then that's where he falls short of the mark. So I, I'm definitely in agreement with the D. He has such an upswing, pero yung attitude talaga is like what really concerns people. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not really the allegations that got him fired, but it was really more of, uh, if I remember this correctly from a couple of months ago, um, his attitude toward uh, his character and his work and his gimmick was what did him in. Um, sobrang sineseryoso niya masyado yung pagka-heal niya, yung pagka-polarizing figure niya, pagka-controversial figure niya, that uh, people felt uncomfortable working with him. And that's really what the issues were. Um, I assume that he's carrying that and not really the allegations or both, even um, uh, both. But if he wants to work, maybe he should take it, take it easy, you know, take it lightly and, you know, just uh, be cool. 
You know, it's 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 a, it's a job. It's a character. Don't be too invested in the character. Yeah, and, don't be a South Park. Yeah, as the wrestlers say. But he is a good example of a um, factory product of the WWE Performance Center. Uh, if he wasn't such a polarizing figure, uh, he wasn't a bad uh, wrestler. He wasn't a bad NXT wrestler. He would have been fit for the main roster if he wasn't so, you know, saddled with baggage. And I feel like. This won't be the end for Patrick Clark. Um, but it's going to take a long, long time to rehab his image, I, I, I feel. Yeah, and it's going to test also how good he can reinvent himself as. Because, of course, he can't use the Velveteen Dream, right? So, he can desist him. So, it's up to him now to either find a new character or reinvent the character that he already has, right? Yep, that's true. That's true. And yeah, that's what I think about uh, Patrick Clark's and you know, Velveteen Dream. The wrestler formerly known as the Velveteen Dream. All right, let's move up the rankings now to the C uh, rank, C letter grade, and talk about the following wrestlers that we have on here. I actually added the name that just slipped our minds. There are, it's also worth noting. Yeah. So, Ro can talk about these guys under the C grade. So yeah, uh, I actually don't agree with Buddy Murphy on C, but it's been uh, it's been a while since he was on TV. So I guess you can say that he is uh, in this spot. You know, it, it's fair to put him in his spot. Um, so we have guys like Wesley Blake, Buddy Murphy, Tucker Knight, Ari Sterling, and Asher Hale, and Kona Reeds from NXT. Uh, the last three names are from the uh, developmental side. Uh, our Ari Sterling and Asher Hale are from the Cruiserweight division, which they have completely uh, gutted in their latest round of releases last Friday. So uh, on that note, I don't know. What you can do now with 205 Live since you have uh, fired half of their uh, small, small roster. Also, it's worth noting that we're not going to be evolved hirings. Yeah, yeah. The guys like Austin Green, and who is now, oh, Austin Gray, who is now going back yeah, August, to his real yeah. name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Austin Gray, yeah. yeah. And, and all, the, all the other people under the 205 Live banner. Also, see Tony Nice, the right? He was also really. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, right. Put so, him here. We should put him here. Yeah, the right? oh, Tony Nice is also under this. So, talagang gutted name to Five Live, considering how they were so hyped up on it when it first started, having all these guys like TJP, the right? You had Pop, who, who was then Neville become the cruiserweight champion. You had Austin Aries also become a cruiserweight champion. And then now to see the division become a shadow of its former glorious self. It's just, it's very sad considering they were there to offer an alternative to the traditional sort of big man wrestling that the WWE has been known for. Yeah, we're going to talk about this on the pod uh, on Thursday. But if the if the rumored changes on NXT are true, then the cruiserweight champ, uh, the cruiserweight division is in danger. And uh, now going back to these guys in the C rank, um, we are saying that they're bad because we graded them C, but we're just saying that they're not big names. And uh, a, lot, a lot of these guys who came in at the WWE, uh, they were not big names. 
and they leave WWE as still not being big names. So um, independent companies can still hire them. Uh, they could still give them a little credibility boost. Kite papa, no, like uh, I would, I would definitely hire Buddy Murphy, you know, uh, Kona Reeves. Um, these guys have the as seen on WWE branding to them. Eh? Um, that could drive up, you know, ticket prices a few, uh, a few dollars here and there, and they could uh, help out the shows with some good wrestling. Uh, help, you know, the young struggling or you know up and coming indie wrestlers do their thing. I would actually, the only reason I lumped uh, Blake and Murphy under C. Was because they're an established tag team, right? they're former NXT tag team champions, right? And if they start doing appearances again as Blake and Murphy, right? It the draw factor will still be there. They can still build themselves as former NXT tag team champions, formerly known as Blake and Murphy. Also, kahit sabihin mong NXT tag team sila, they still have the drawing factor in terms of other, naman lesser or lower, but more smaller promotions like your ROH and your Impact. If they make an appearance there, uh, people are definitely going to, going to watch. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I agree that Marisol Dating as being former NXT Tag Team Champions and some of these guys being former uh, Cruiserweight Champions. Um, I just hope that the smaller indie companies or... Um, I wouldn't want to say AEW Dark Elevation. <laughs> we'll pick them up. Some of these guys will get picked up by Elevation for sure. AEW Dark. Siguro, uh, Conti ended up uh, started off as a dark uh, enhancement talent, shall we say? So, oh. parang, and so the was to say that But then again, Blake and Murphy can establish themselves as a tag team now. Now that they have been released by the WWE, right? so who knows? The problem, because is I don't know yet. I don't know if you know, but I don't know if. Uh, the smaller independent wrestling companies in the states have already started back up. I don't know if you mga big companies. I know GCW has started back up. Alam not... ko yung as and this is from what I just saw. Uh, I saw a Lance Archer appearance on Championship Wrestling from Memphis. Okay, okay. Uh, the other day, so alam ko at least yon start na uh, Championship Wrestling from Memphis or Championship Wrestling from Tennessee. Basta yung it, it's it's a territory uh, promotion. So at least yon meron na. So if that starts up, then who's to say, to say that pati yung other smaller productions diba? or promotions haven't had their uh, shows? Yeah, that's what I'm really just worried about because uh, these guys are losing their jobs from the big company, from the big major league company, and you want them to keep having work. Yeah. And uh, the good thing, at least Kai Papano, is that uh, things have normalized somewhat in the U.S. that smaller companies have also been allowed to uh, run uh, their operations and their shows. So looking forward to where these guys end up. I'm definitely looking forward to some of these guys going over to AEW, um, sometimes NJPW, Impact, NWA. Maraming pupuntan pa with these guys. I don't think we, we have seen the last of them on our screens. Yes, all right. Moving on to the B grade. These are names that, while established, star factor. They are names that the indie people or indie fans, the internet wrestling community, shall we say, recognize and acknowledge and are indie darlings, but haven't quite gotten the mainstream appeal as the rest of the people 
on this list. So there are four names here under the B grade uh, with Leon Ruff, Jake Atlas, Tyler Ross, and Santana Garrett. So, Ro, your thoughts? Oh, hey, uh, the biggest name definitely here is Leon Ruff. Um, major rags to riches story. Siya, you know? He came from being a jobber on uh, the different uh, WWE shows, so 205 Live, NXT, uh, SmackDown, I think. He also did SmackDown. And he went to become a NXT North American champion. So that is huge for him. Uh, he is also very well liked. So if there is someone that's sure, not sure, that can go to NXT, uh, AEW, pala. it's got to be Leon Ruff. Uh, Jake Atlas as well uh, definitely helped his stock being in NXT and being in the cruiserweight division. Again, another uh, casualty from 205 Live. I don't know what 205 Live does from here. Tyler Rust was in a wait. Stokely was fired. Yeah, Malcolm Bivens wasn't what? he fired? Oh, wasn't he that? Yeah, talaga ba? Yeah. Wait, really? Check uh, that in. Check that in again. Alam ko How he's he's uh, no. Pano parang hindi. Tapa hindi ba hindi ba? Okay, no, 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 edit no, no, natin, edit natin yan. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm sorry, because Chino just uh, edited. Sorry, our, sorry. Uh, I thought I thought our live there. our live file and thought that you know Malcolm. Oh, Bivens. Ko si Malcolm Bivens, so, <laughs> so, yung, manager. Hindi pa yeah. But then I mean, no one Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Russ from Diamond Mine. Uh, they had big kind of big plans for Tyler Russ because he was a um, he was a well-regarded indie star from ROH. But he wasn't a big enough name and he wasn't young enough as well to keep around. Meanwhile, Santana Garrett um, was supposed to debut on the main roster, but Dina which is super weird because I know that they have you know depth issues in the women's division, especially on SmackDown, and uh, they could have used her there. And sayang talaga, say they could have used her when the women's division was kind of shallow. Uh, Parang they just called her up just to fire her. Right. See, Santana Garrett was also another indie darling, right? as far as women's wrestling is concerned. She has history with the likes of Chelsea Green, she Diana Perrazzo, who is now the Impact Women's uh, World Champion. So may draw din siya kay Papano as far as indie appeal is concerned. Sayang lang kasi she wasn't really given a chance to shine as much as she could have even on NXT, she's she was mostly a jobber. I mean, on NXT, which is unfortunate for her because there was like the likes of Chelsea Green, the Parazzo, and even Mercedes Martinez. Things could only go up when somebody has experience as Santana Garrett. So silent. I see Santana going to Impact or NWA. Actually, you know, um, these guys here. Uh, definitely will be helped by their experience and their exposure in WWE. But Santana, as you mentioned, yeah, wasn't as exposed as we liked. But uh, I think she will, you know, uh, find a spot in another company for sure. Ito yung talagang for sure makikita natin on TV. Yeah, I definitely feel that she's gonna end up on TV real, real soon. About in a title picture on Impact, I can see her there, or even on Empower, which is the new women's led uh, promotion for NWA. I didn't All know right. that. Yeah, so <laughs> Mickey James is in charge of that, so she's putting together their own women's uh, promotion there. So at least yon, we we know at least that some of the women who fall from the WWE cart 
might have somewhere else to land moving forward. Yep. Right? All right. Moving forward with this power ranking system, let's cut to a quick break. But first, let us tell you about the many ways you can help the podcast out, starting with our friends from Lazada. Right, guys. Kaka eight eight sale lang, and I think it's still running for a few more days. But even if it's a a sale going on or not, you can still get whatever you want and whatever you need on Lazada. Because hashtag nasa Lazada yan, and you can support the podcast by using our special Lazada affiliate link. All you got to do is type in your browser podlink.co/eul. That's podlink.co/eul. Type that before you add the cart and check out. And portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. Also on August. 13, that is this Friday, Podcast Network Asia continues its two-year anniversary celebration extravaganza with all our podcast friends. And this week, we have our very own Ro Moran and Stan C of the On Deck Podcast representing uh, the rest of wrestling podcast and, of course, On Deck on this Friday's live stream. So it will be Ro, it'll be Stan, it'll be Victor Anastasia from Sabayan and Victor. It'll be all the other amazing podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. You have Matchroom Chismisan, you have Stanley Chi, you have all these other amazing podcasts this Friday on PNA's Facebook page. So tune into that, have a lot of fun, and also a chance to walk away with some amazing prizes. So that is every Friday, but especially this Friday, August 13th at 7 p.m. only on PNA's Facebook page. Now let's hear from our other podcasts right here on Podcast Network Asia. What's up, boomers? This is Usapa and Retro. Hey, what's up? I'm Sonia. Hey, my name's Ron. Yo, we're boomers and we love to talk about video games and otaku culture and we're from the Philippines. Catch us live on the Kumu app every Saturday at 5 p.m. and the podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. Catch you nerds there! Back with more of the power rankings on this week's episode, uh, audio-only episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. I almost said last down. <laughs> God damn it. I almost said last down. At least last time you said it, you said it. It's not your name. Okay. But anyway, let's move on before I say other podcast names. Yeah, okay. So again, let's go with the rank A we have here on this rank. Uh, four names as well. Fandango, Tyler Breeze, the former NXT Tag Team Champions. We have Bronson Reed, former NXT North American Champion. And um, he's a former champion. Huh? Uh, Ruby Soho, formerly known as Ruby Riot. Uh, all of these characters, all of these wrestlers have big names, are fairly big names. Uh, not the biggest names that we've seen from the releases, but also kind of surprising because of where they were um, relatively recently on the card before they got released. So, uh, this Fandango and Tyler Breeze were recently uh, NXT Tag Team Champions not too long ago before they were released. And they their release after WrestleMania was kind of shocking. And um, you would not want to miss out 
on hiring these guys, these former NXT tag team champions, these former SmackDown tag team uh, on your brand, no matter what your brand is. So I can see an impact run, an AEW run, an NWA run for sure. While see Bronson Reed, the man, former NXT North American champion, definitely not too long ago. Uh, and JPW should get him back, especially now that he's a bigger star. Etong si Ruby Soho naman, uh, we've had, we've heard rumors that she is expected to sign with AEW soon. So um, we have no doubts about her getting a job elsewhere. Whether Ruby Soho ends up on AEW or wherever else, I'm sure the future is very bright for her. Because she's also one of these people that really wasn't given the proper opportunity to shine. They've been pushing her and then pulling back on her. Uh, Booking hasn't really made up their minds when it comes to uh, formerly Ruby Riot. So now, moving forward, we also have other names on here, like Brizango, who are definitely draws. And I'm not just saying this as a Brizango fan, but also just as a fan of WWE in general, when you put somebody like Brizango on your card, alam mong may drawing factor na kaagad yun, di ba? They aren't just like yung drawing factor the same as Blake and Murphy. These guys were on the main roster. They were part of major storylines in the tag team division, di ba? So where, wherever they end up, whether they end up on AEW or Impact, di ba? I want to see them end up on AEW because the Revival or FDR are there yes. and they've had a rivalry with FDR, di ba? So that would be nice to see them mix it up with one another. So ang, ang dami na opportunities for them. And wherever they go, they have the lion's share of picks. That's true. That's true. I can't wait to see uh, Brizango if they still want to continue as a tag team, which I think they should because you know yung calling card. Nila, you know? Uh, sila naman yung known as a tag team. And um, right now, imagining them as singles wrestlers away from each other kind of feels weird. So uh, yeah, AEW seems like the best place for them. Impact. Well, you know, at this point, because they all work together yeah. anyway. Because <laughs> we once, once we thought uh, AEW and Impact were the only ones with the working relationship. But the Forbidden Door is just wide open wide now. Open, so yeah. wherever they end up, they'll definitely end up on AEW. Right? Yeah. Like in one way or another. Uh, uh. So we might not Roe is going to decide whether they fit. Uh, we're talking about the two former members of Sanity, or what's oh, the They're both former of... Sanity members. Yeah, right. they used to be in a tag team together. That's part of the reason they were in a storyline because just before their release, we're talking about Demo, aka or FKA Killian Dane and Axel Tischer, FKA and uh, Alexander Wolf. Uh, Wolf. There we go. Uh, they have also been part of the massive releases here. So, Ro. I would put them on B for sure because they are big enough names, but not too big. Uh, I think they have that, um, you know, former WWE uh, shine to them, if you will. And I think that that will drive up um, a few, that, that, that will draw more than a few tickets, you know, more than a few fans to wherever they go, especially, you know. Uh, if they decide to, or if the other companies decide to take a chance on them, but I think I also think that they will be headed back to Europe. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, 
Axel Tischer has also stated that he wants to go back to Germany. I think I read that somewhere. So he might be going back to WXW and uh, finish out or you know continue his career over there. Uh, si Big Demo, sayang talaga siya. I really liked watching him uh, be in a tag team with uh, Drake Maverick and being the big uh, the big guy face that he was really entertaining as. Yeah, see, Demo and Tisher, they are actually draws in the European scene, yes. right? Oh. So, added appeal yun sa kanila as a talent for any company, especially once in Europe or once after a European market, right? So, if you're an American company and you want to expand overseas, right? what's to stop you from picking up uh, Demo and Axel Tisher? All right, so moving forward now, we are at the very peak of the grading system, the S-Class, oh. the Taguro class, <laughs> if this was Ghost Fighter. And in this class, ito na yung cream of the crop, diba? the number one draft picks. Kung, kung bubuo ka ng lineup for wrestlers, ito na yung ilalagay mo. Diba? So on here, we have the likes of Bray Wyatt, Mercedes Martinez, Bobby Fish, and FKA, the iconic Stazzy Lee, and Jessica Marquez. Roll your thoughts. Ray Wyatt is the very top of this list. I wait, we forgot Braun Strowman. <laughs> Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah, so again, because I'm gonna just S. S naman You know, former former world champions and all that. So, kasama naman siya The problem, because is you expect Braun Strowman to go back to WWE. Sooner rather than later. Oh, may rumors kasi, di ba, na that WWE wants him back. So, di ba, mali natin kung mayayari yun or hindi. Yeah, uh, for a smaller uh, money deal. So, sayang. Um, that's probably gonna happen uh, sooner or later because I can't imagine him working in another company. Bray Wyatt, though, um, or Windham Rotunda, as we can now call him, or as we should now call him, will definitely enrich the value of whatever company he lands in, whether it's AEW, whether it's primarily Impact, whether it's NJPW. Uh, huge, huge get because of his pedigree as a former uh, WWE champion, uh, creative genius who can uh, come up with his own really genius stuff, which you are a fan of, Chino. Definitely a big fan of Bray Wyatt or the artist formerly known as Bray Wyatt and all his work. And also, now that he is no longer with the WWE, he can join his dad and his brother and form a faction somewhere. See, Bray Wyatt has been teasing online on his Instagram na babalik niya yung cult of Wyndham. So who's to say na hindi sila kasama dun sa cult na yun? <laughs> Moving forward, we don't know. We don't know what's going on here. So definitely, out of all the names that we've run down and forgotten and added in and lumped in there, Bray Wyatt is definitely your number one draft pick here. No doubt, uh, no doubt. Um, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez is also kind of a lock or at least considering strongly uh, AEW because she was originally supposed to go to AEW and then she turned it down to go to the WWE. So I would think that Tony Khan would also have his eyes set on the legend that is Mercedes Martinez. Bobby Fishman. Uh, big NXT name, surprising as well. Even though he was uh, on the shelf for a while after War Games, he is still a huge, huge name. I want to see him 
Um, either go back to ROH or to NJPW US or anywhere else. But I, again, as usual, these these companies are all working with each other. So if he goes to one, he's probably going to all. So uh, tapos we have the Iconics. Also, definitely must watch competitors. Definitely uh, people that a, a wrestling company worth their salt needs to pick up. So it's only a matter of time. I think they're just waiting out their no compete clauses before they, uh, or you know, and the right angle as well before they show up elsewhere. Oh, the iconics! Uh, if you guys don't know, also guest hosted an episode of Oral Sessions Yo, with Renee uh, Young, and they interviewed Tayara, Tay Conti, and Anna Jay on their episode. And they admired these two ladies. So alakas ng paramdam nila that they really wanted to end up in AEW. <laughs> so who's to say na hindi sila mapunta doon? Because if I was a betting man, I would bet that they gave Tony Khan a call or Tony Khan gave them a call. Diba? So, so alam niyo, not tong names na nabanggit namin. We are, are just hopeful and want to see where they end up moving forward. Because these are guys and girls who are very, very talented and who might not have been given the proper rub or push or booking to advance their careers in the WWE. And hopefully, moving forward, they'll get better deals, better storylines in other companies. That's right. That's right. Uh, Tony Khan has a lot of money. He has a, His family owns a lot of businesses. So I think that's why the AEW empire is growing steadily. And uh, we just want to be optimistic for these guys and girls. Uh, we want them to have a job after losing their job in their what I assume is their dream job in WWE. You know, they deserve them to wrestle no matter what you think about them. Um, everyone deserves a job in this pandemic, uh, especially if they want to uh, keep wrestling. So uh, it's only a matter of time. Uh, a lot of people say stuff about, oh, AW signing a lot of ex-WWE guys. But at this point, um, there are no other places for these ex WWE guys to go, but other companies, unless they want to start their own company. And um, at this point, you also have to accept that uh, the market will be saturated with former WWE guys. Yeah, because it's before it was WWE or nothing else. But now they actually have an alternative to that. Right? They have an option to go wherever they want and, and do whatever they want. After, especially after their exposure in the WWE adds to their value, right? so moving forward, we hope, don't be surprised if you see one or all of these faces appear on Dark, on Impact, on NJPW Strong, on Power, or wherever you get your wrestling content from. All right, that does it for this week's episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed this listicle. If you did, good for you. If not, well, then you can let us know what you want to hear on our social media. Ro, tell them where to reach us at. All right, guys. If you have any feedback for us, if you have any comments or questions, we read all of them. Promise. Because we're going to read and we want to make sure that all of you are heard and listened to. 
So all you got to do is reach out to us individually on our uh, Twitter accounts at Chino Super Size for Chino, at Rose Var for me, at underscore Stancy for San, or on the podcast accounts at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok, at the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, at the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on, in, on Facebook as well, and at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Kumu. So yeah, that's where you can reach us all. Also, if you want to help us out, it'll be a lot if you shop on Shopee and use our link for every single successful checkout. We got a little, little something, something from the people at Shopee. And all you have to do is log on to tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Also, Marin din coming Patreon. So, Ro, tell them how to get us at Patreon. All right, guys, we have uh, two pay per views happening in a couple of weekends. So, if you want to watch SummerSlam with us on Sunday morning, August 22, Manila time, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You can sign up for as low as 250 pesos a month. That is super cheap. You get access to our Discord, you get uh, exclusive review content, you get free merch. Um, you get free pirated shows and all of that stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so can roll on tips and tricks uh, how to get all the international TV content. All of that you can you you can get from our by just by being a subscriber to our Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. All right, that does it for this week's audio only exclusive. Again, we'd like to thank the beautiful people at Podcast Network Asia, hey. especially Babyface producers Nikai, Gel, and Sola for always hooking us up on a weekly basis so that we can get you nothing but the very best in wrestling content. This has been the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, signing out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.